And I laid and she was started talking about moon and crystals. And I'm thinking, oh, this woman is absolutely crackers. And all of a sudden my hand started to like move of their own accord. Crystals were down the middle of my body and they went flying off the bed because I was like shaking that much. And I ended up being brought up in half into like a V uh, where my fingers came across my body and were pulled towards my toes. It was really forceful. And she's like, don't worry, just trust. There's just, they're trying to get a message through to you. And the message that dropped into my head was, you need to be doing this type of work. Welcome to Soul Sisters Get Real, the show that goes deep in who we really are and why we are really here. We're your hosts, Karen from the States and Eleni from Australia. We've had heartfelt conversations as soul sisters for years, and we're ready to share our truths, stories, and life lessons with you. And to inspire you to connect to your truest essence, which resides deep within your soul. There'll be tears, there'll be laughter, and there'll be no holding back. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the things that truly matter. Welcome, beautiful people. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how one beautiful lady transitioned from being a police officer to a healer and what that journey was and how it unfolded. Our beautiful guest today is Michelle Saunderson. Michelle has transitioned from being a police officer to a healer and loves to inspire others to step outside of the spiritual closet, just like she did. (laughs) Michelle is an intuitive energy healer who has a passion for raising the vibration of the planet and connecting people at a deep soul level. Michelle is also known as one half of those two sisters and she is well known for giving your soul a big, warm cuddle. Her big heart and warm smile will make you feel instantly at ease. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. I feel at ease just you saying that. So thank you very much. That was a very beautiful introduction. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I, I could use a big warm cuddle. That's beautiful. <laughs> Awesome. So let's just go back in time, Michelle. Let's go back to where you you were a police officer and just describe what life was like as a police officer. Oh my God. It was crazy. I had 23 years in the police. I joined up in 1999 when I was all of just 22. And I knew because I didn't know what to do. I just knew that I, I loved helping people. And I had, I did science at uni because that's, I don't know, I liked science. And then I decided maybe forensics, like I love dead bodies for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, I joined the police to cut up dead bodies. Ended up not even doing that. Didn't even use my science degree. Ended up as an intelligence officer. But yeah, 23 years in the police and look, it was okay. Like I'm not, it was, I wouldn't, I'm not bagging my, my career or my job, but it just didn't fill my soul. I felt a little lost most of the time and I'm just not authentic most of the time. I just didn't feel I was being my true authentic self. I was putting a mask on or acting a particular way because I thought I should. And uh, I did find intelligence within the police, which did suit my values and actually fulfilled my needs. So that was really good. Otherwise, I probably would have left. Um, but most of my career I spent in intelligence, which was was I really quite enjoyed. It was right up my alley. But yeah, it just wasn't me. It wasn't it wasn't my soul. My soul just didn't like it. And I knew that from the minute I joined, but I was just being stubborn, Eleni, just being stubborn because everyone said I would I was the last person they'd imagined to be a police officer and that I was too nice. I'm like, screw you. I'm gonna prove you wrong. <laughs> so 
Tell us, tell us about the mask, Michelle. Tell us about this oh, mask that you had to wear as a police officer. Yeah, it was obviously a very masculine job, like mostly males, particularly when I joined up, you know, 23 years ago, mostly males, not many females. So you had to blend in. You had to be one of the boys and talk like the boys and accept things that I should not have accepted. Um, but I was pretty easygoing and, and it didn't really affect me. And so I just went with the flow. Like what? What kind oh, of like? Oh, there's there's a lot of sexual. I wouldn't for me not sexual harassment, but a lot of sexual in, innuendos. And I was a young single female. Nothing. No one ever did anything to me untoward like that. I was, you know, that made me uncomfortable. Oh, actually, one one guy, one old sergeant used to. Nothing too bad, but you know, a few little things like that. But I just used to go with it. Like if they could give it to me, I'd give it to them back just as much. You know. They want to grab my bum, I'll grab theirs. Like it didn't affect me, but it probably could have affected some other women in the police just because I was pretty easygoing that it didn't. But I just went with the flow, you know, and you're with males all the time. So you certainly weren't showing your spiritual side or your soulful side. Not that I even knew back then I had a spiritual side. I had no idea. I didn't mm. even know. Well, I did know a little bit. My mum brought us up slightly spiritual, but she hid her. She had very beautiful gifts that she hid because she was terrified back in the day of being judged and just lived in fear and still does. So, yeah, I got glimpses of it, but she never really displayed her full spiritual side. So I didn't even know I had a spiritual side. I was just oh, going wow. through life doing my thing, you know, because that's all I thought I knew to do. Paid me well. In the end, I did actually really quite enjoy my job. I made the most out of, made the most out of it because I do with everything I do. And, but, yeah, I'm wearing a mask constantly. It's just not, it wasn't me particularly out on the road, like when I was out in the policing road, like I call it on the road, meaning out in general duties, dealing with drunks and fighting on the street and wrestling and capsicum spraying people and, yeah, interesting times. <laughs> it's just yeah. so well, not me. We, you talked about, you know, your uh, bio was talking about being that big warm hug and what a facade you had to put on as you were being a big tough woman as a police officer. It's so true. I, that's exactly right, Karen. It's just like, who was I? Like, that was not me. And I definitely acted. I didn't act any, I don't have any regrets with how I acted. I didn't ever act or treat someone poorly or anything like that. Um, it just wasn't my soul. My soul wasn't fully expressed. That's probably the best way to explain it. So like, even with the criminals, I was, I was the nice one. I used to get people to do all sorts of things. They used to love me. And I had, I had one guy swearing his head off. He was so high. On, I don't think I've ever seen anyone so high on drugs. He was violent. He was uncontrollable. Like five men couldn't hold him down. He was wild, letting all the words under the sun. And he ended up getting sprayed or he was blind from the capsicum spray. And then he, once he finally came to, he saw me. And he's like, oh, 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 oh I'm so sorry, ma'am. Like, <laughs> it was just being really nice to me just because I was a woman. And I thought, oh, that's really odd. And then I continue the abuse with the men, but generally I got to I got to use my negotiations, my negotiation skills, and my ability to communicate and read people actually came in really handy. And I never really got myself into many situations because of that, because I could talk to people. So, awesome. yeah, I used my skills. It wasn't the worst career, but it just wasn't my full soul expression. Yeah. So, in terms of your um, job as a police officer. Was there ever a time when you wanted to give people a big warm cuddle, but it was like, no, well, that's inappropriate. 
Um, I actually acted pretty authentically, I think. Uh, there was a lot that I didn't want to give a big warm cuddle to because there was a lot of there was a lot of nasty people in this world. But generally, but we did. It's not all criminals. Like you would go come across traffic accidents and the the, the grief that you you come across and the trauma. And so I got to use my skills there on that side of things where the man's not going to walk up to the lady that's had a traffic accident and give her a hug. I did like I would just because that's my nature. So I actually probably got out un, not unscathed, but in the best of a bad situation, I managed to just meld in enough my personality so that I could still show part of me. Uh, but it just never quite, quite felt right, particularly mm. in general duties. I just remember driving around with these big burly blokes kicking in doors thinking, what the heck am I doing? And also <laughs> on my firearms trainings. Like this one particular day we went through these scenarios. I was kitted up with all this stuff over my head and protection I had my gun and I was I was like the movies I was clearing rooms people were shooting at me I was shooting them back and people pulling knives and I'm thinking what am I doing and the next day because I'd part I'd gone part-time by that stage I was running cacao circles and selling essential oils but literally the next day from being on this simunition scenario training where I was nearly in tears from stress of killing people not killing but Simunition, like it was actually simunition coming out of my bullet that would hit them, and if they hit me, it hurt. So it was a big, it's a big transition, a big change. And I just used to giggle, and I'd say what to everyone. Oh, I was out shooting yesterday on the on the firing range, and here I am selling you essential oils, like <laughs> singing kumbaya around the circle. It's weird. I love that. So, so I'm very curious. How did you get into the essential oils and the cacao ceremonies? And was that just part of something you started learning about earlier while you were in the police force? Yes. My sister was into those four, four children in our family. My sister, Diane, that's her on the sign there. She never, she got into corporate and she had her awakening and ended up doing personal training for mums and then fell into essential oils. Like I believe definitely universal um, pools for her. Ran in, this is how crazy she ran into a lady in the Woolworths shopping center. They were both looking at some natural product and the lady said, oh, you're into natural things too. We just we, we were brought up with with a little alternative. We always brought up with, you know, buckwheat pancakes. And I think mum even used essential oils. She was quite alternative for the day. So we were naturally very drawn to natural things. And then she ended up selling essential oils. And I said, oh, this is really cool. I could help you. But I said I'd be the logistic. I'm quite a structured, process-driven sort of person. So I said, I'll run the logistics. And then I saw what she was doing and I'm like, hang on, I want a part of this. And it just naturally grew from there. And I did have a little spiritual or big spiritual awakening, which I'll talk a little bit about where the sort of, I remember the line in the sand where I had that changed me. It was like, whoa, that, that was big. So yes, if you want to know about that, I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah, tell us about that now. Tell us about yeah. the spiritual awakening. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty crazy. Um, looking back, I had a few other signs. I'd been to healers and things I don't know I can't remember the exact reason I was drawn to healers but you know I still believed in psychics and I did believe in spirits but I was a bit on the fence a bit not sure about the full moon and the crystals that sort of was a bit too much for me and my mum and again the essential oils put us in front of people that were more alternative there was a lady there that was doing healings and my mum I think gave me a gift voucher so I thought oh I'll go whatever, if I get a nice little meditation. And I laid and she was started talking about moon and crystals and I'm thinking, oh, this woman is absolutely crackers. Like anyway, I laid on the bed pretty open and she hadn't even started touching me or going near me and my hands started like tingling 
and like nearly cramping up. I thought, oh my God, this is weird. And all of a sudden my hands started to like move of their own accord and they were like curling up like this. And then they would just relax and it was coming in waves. And I thought, holy dooly, what's going on here? And then my whole body started shaking, um, moving. Crystals were down the middle of my body and they went flying off the bed because I was like shaking that much. And my hands were going everywhere. And I ended up being brought up in half into like a V uh, where my fingers came across my body and were pulled towards my toes. It was really forceful. I was actually terrified because it wasn't me moving me and it was inch by inch. I tried to show someone the day after and I couldn't actually show them because I didn't have the ab strength to be able to do this motion. And I said to, I remember saying to my healer, Vicky, I knew her quite well by then. I'm like, Vicky, Vicky, what's going on? And she's like, don't worry, just trust. There's just, they're trying to get a message through to you. And so I remember my, I remember the minute my hands were down on my toes, I literally was touching my toes. I'm still on the healing bed and I'm in my head thinking, what the hell do you want? Like, if you're trying to give me a message, what the hell is it? Make this stop. And the message that dropped into my head was, you need to be doing this type of work. And I was like, what? No, but it was that strong. I didn't have a choice. And after that, it opened me up and I was able to like channel uh, like automatic writing and all sorts of businesses, stuff like that. And I just went with it. So, yeah. so, so tell us more about the automatic writing. Like, oh, like how did that even start? So how did you know that you had automatic writing? Like how did that start? Well, Vicky said you've had a big, big thing. And after when I Googled it and researched, I realized it was a, what they call a, and you guys would have heard of it, a Kundalini awakening mm-hmm. where all the energy is moving up your chakras and you're moving because it's, it's a DNA sort of structure. And she said to do some journaling around it. And all these other symbols and signs had come through the healing. So I ended up starting this journal, still got it. And I just, I don't know, I was so open. I remember I didn't have a thought in my head for about 24 hours. Uh, You know, the thoughts, the ego, the talks. I was in peace for 24 hours. I was walking around like a zombie. I was like, what, what is this? And then because I was so open, obviously, when I started journaling, my hand just used to just go like crazy and do all these um, geometric symbols and all this weird and weird wonderful things again I got quite scared of it I remember ringing her one day like what because it hadn't occurred to me is this it was so powerful I hadn't occurred to me that maybe it wasn't good because it was so forceful I thought shit maybe this is not actually good energy coming and I run like in tears like I don't know what to do it's like coming through me she said get out on the ground uh and like so I just went out my front lawn I don't know what the neighbors were thinking flat out on the front lawn and yeah, grounded myself. She said, it's just a lot of energy coming through you. Yeah. I was told many years before that, that I was a, a light worker. And I remember saying to that lady, oh no, that's my sister. You've got the wrong, the wrong one. Cause I always thought my sister was the, she is as well, but um, I thought her, she was the spiritual one mm-hmm. and I was more the logistics structural, yeah. which I, I, I am both, which is weird. <laughs> Strange yeah, connection. Right. That, I think that's why I can do police and energy work. Cause I have, very much both sides of my personality is quite strong. Yeah, and I'm still doing my logistics and structure in the business. Like Diane, we say, throws a spaghetti at the wall because she's got these big vision ideas. And I just look at her and like, how are you going to make that happen? And I clean it all up and put it into some sort of format that can actually work, you know. So I love them. So you work together. Yeah, really well, actually. I wanted mm. to mention something about automatic writing I thought is so interesting. I am uh, – I- took a video course on channeling and the woman that was teaching it was talking about, uh, you know, anyone can do automatic writing by getting yourself in that space. And you can start by asking the question, 
what is it my soul wants me most to know? And you could say soul or spirit or divine or however you want to say that. But what is it my soul, my divine, my spirit wants me most to know? Close your eyes and just let your hand write. And that is one way to get started in that the automatic writing. It's yeah. a beautiful way. And the non-dominant hand. Off I was going to say. Another, yeah, it's another good way. The other way is the non-dominant hand. So if you're a right-hander, to allow your left hand to do it. I've done it with the left hand. And it's just so weird because everything is backwards mm-hmm. and, and you start from the right, pa- the right side of the page and you go to the left side. But with your automatic writing, Michelle, because with me, I'm not sure whether that was automatic or not, whether that was my, my thoughts, my ego, my, I really don't know who did the writing. But with you, what were the messages that came through? Oh, they were very powerful. It was about that you, I just remember talking about this key. You have the key and, and, and the infinity symbol kept coming like through really strongly. And then when I started on the page, it just kept like put a hole in the page. It was like the infinity mm-hmm. symbol and it just the universal. I remember them lots of vortexes. So there'd be vortexes coming down my page and obviously that being an energetic portal. Uh, and just really profound things about, you know, I can't remember, it was that many years ago, but very profound, but a lot around energy, vortex, portals, um, and that style of thing. But I moved on from that and I've worked out I can actually channel, 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 like through my mouth channel. That was an accident too. (laughs) Just these weird things happen to me. Are you able to do that now? I probably could if I dropped in. It's really weird though. Like I'm talking crazy. Like. That's okay. I speak to channels oh, <laughs> all the well, time. So, so do you, how about we do that now? Okay, let's try. Oh, my God. I wasn't prepared for this. It's good because I get nervous because I'm still very new at, like, it. So, yeah, I just sort well, of shut my eyes. Before you do that, let's just ask, I just want to ask you, how did you learn that you could channel? Again, by accident. I was out uh, under the full moon. It was quite a funny story because I don't can't see the moon from my house the way it's set up. And I end up having to sit on the front, I'm in a cul-de-sac on the front curb. I was chanting and I think, now what do I do now? Like, this is crazy to sit here and stare at the moon. What are you meant to do? It was a full moon ceremony. And then all of a sudden I started chanting this amazing song that I don't know where it came from. And I realized now that was the first time I ever channeled. It was a very ancient tribal type song. And then in my healings, I started just chanting because it was coming naturally and I was doing intuitive energy healings. And then all of a sudden chanting turned into words and then words turned into sentences and then the more confident I become I can like drop in yeah it happened to me once by myself but I wasn't expecting it uh it came through and I was lying on the bed doing a meditation for Uluru that was a big group healing and again it was it's when I'm lying there thinking what am I meant to be doing so I put some aboriginal music on because it was a group collective healing for Uluru I was just lying there on my own healing bed in my space which is quite powerful here and all of a sudden this voice came through me and I really pooed myself because I didn't know what it was and it started talking to me, like to me, and I felt like love and it was saying we have been trying to come through for so long and you've been blocking it, Thank you know, we've been waiting. And they also said I had a lot of guides but at this one particular person, they didn't say their name, came through because they matched the frequency of me and I was allowed, that was the frequency I was allowing through and I'm in my garage and, I'm, and it was getting really loud and I'm thinking, what if someone walks past? But I just couldn't control it. And then at one stage, it went for about 15 minutes. At the end, it, 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 
um, petered off and scared me because my voice came back as theirs came back and then it would sort of come in and out and then, yeah, and then it was gone. And I was like, holy. And I was going to do a podcast on it, but I just didn't, I couldn't put words around what happened and I didn't feel it did it justice. Just at the time, like, this doesn't really need to be shared. It was my own personal thing and and I, I, I like I remembered, but I don't remember. I just remember the love washing over me, like so much love. Like yeah. they were saying, we love you, you're the, you know, you're on your, basically you're on the right path, you're a healer and we're just glad that you're finally opening up. We've been coming, trying to come through for I don't know how long. It's so very that was interesting, Michelle, because I, I have um, two channels that I have helped come out of the spiritual closet and channel publicly. And I have done podcasts with both of them and they both now do channeling publicly as a result of me helping them do it because they felt too weird doing it. Yes. My belief is if you have this extraordinary gift where you can channel that you actually need to. So that's my belief. My mm. belief is that this gift is not just given to you for you. It's given mm. to you to share because more and more people will have their own spiritual awakening just by hearing you and hearing your words. And so it's fascinating. But, of course, to begin with, when you're in this, like, what's going on? You know, you're right. That's not the time to come out publicly and go, look, this is what I can do because you haven't quite settled into it yourself. You haven't quite integrated with it yourself. But this feels like a beautiful gift and no accident that you've just mentioned. Well, Mm. I can channel. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got any other tips for me for my confidence, Eleni? Well, I think the more you do it, the better, I know. the more you do it, the better it is for for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like as an example, so I have another podcast called Galactic Guidance where every every week we channel um, mm. with a channel and the more he does it, the more he can do it without getting tired. So it really mm. is this this way of utilising your body, your body in a really uh, a way that gets used to the huge energy that comes in because for those of you who don't know, when people channel, they're channeling a higher dimensional spirit or being that is carrying a lot of energy mm-hmm. and the energy is a, a higher level than what we're at, than, mm-hmm. the, than what our body can hold. And so it's quite a big ask to bring that energy into the body because the body will actually be impacted. But the more it does it, the more it gets used to it. Mm-hmm. So it really is this practice thing that um, channels need to do is the more they do it, the more the body can acclimatise to the very, very high energy level. So how exciting. We didn't know. I didn't, I've known Michelle for a while and, I, and I've never knew she was a channel. I keep so, quiet. So, <laughs> oh, goodness me. For a reason. I'm like, oh, I, I'm still in that. I'm still in that. I 100% believe because what happened that day on my bed by myself was not me, 100% believe. But sometimes it is a mix of me and the channel. I'm actually doing a, a course to support me through this because I'm like, which part of coming out of my mouth is actually me speaking because I'm still here and which part is the channel? And that's why I probably don't do it because I'm thinking I don't want people, I don't want to be looked at as a fraud and I just started, I, I, I feel the fear and I do things anyway. I'll just say yes to everything. And through my course, it came up, I, we were practicing channeling with our other participants and this woman, and I just realized I really love talking about business and running businesses. And she asked a business question. And it's the first time I've had anyone ask a question because I'm terrified of that too, because 
I just want to like general because it's just lets me just talk as it comes. And I just had it drop in and I listened to my intuition and said, like, basically you need to be, and I was doing it anyway, channeling for business women. So I just felt sick and I just put it out there. I said, I'm doing business channeling and I still, I've only done three now and I still get terrified. I've got one this afternoon. I'm already nervous. But what I realized I was doing it anyway. And I, and I just, I do it my way. The first one I sat and I, you know, went into full trance and proper channel, but that just didn't feel right because I wanted to have a conversation. So the next one I said, I'm just practicing learning here, but I'm going to just have a conversation with you. And then I find what happens is it comes through as I'm talking, my hand starts and things start dropping in that aren't mine, a lot of visual things. So I just started doing that. And if, if it wants to come in full channel, they will. And if it's just a mix of me and my, my expertise in coaching and business and the channel together, I think that works best for me. So that's what I'm doing for the moment. I know a woman that is also a business coach and a channeler, and she does the same thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. she says it comes from, from spirit, and sometimes it comes from me. And she just lets it flow as she mm-hmm. hears it coming, you know, the wisdom and the advice. Mm-hmm. So it sounds really similar. That. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you said that. That's confirmed for me that I'm on the right track, and I've got to trust mm-hmm. that I'm doing things for the right reason. And, yeah, but you're yeah. doing the right, Elaine. You get really hot like the energy that comes through, I just like sometimes in my healings, I'm like, I'm not, I don't sweat at all really. And I'm like, oh my God, like holy dooly. It gets really hot really quickly. And I'm like starting to strip clothes off because I'm like, oh, yeah. So. Mm, interesting. See, okay. I think that all of us channel and we don't realize we are because when I'm presenting, so when I'm doing my retreats or my workshops, I never would wear a long sleeve top ever, no matter how cold it is. I will always wear short sleeve or sleeveless because I get really, really hot. Mm-hmm. So even when we think we're not channeling that it's just us, there's always, you know, spirit is always working through us when we're doing our purpose work. That's Agreed. what I believe. 100%. Always, always working through it. It's just that with you, it's more obvious because mm-hmm. it's, it's like this different voice that's coming through. So how fascinating. Do you need to drink some water before we get yes. started? <laughs> drink some water. Cause I know with channel, cause I've, I've worked with channels for so long that they always need to drink their water. I get so thirsty. I even channeled our logo. Um, That was when I was doing the automatic writing. So my sister was telling Ron that I can automatic write, so I was going to channel the logo for her business. And I was like, yeah, just to shut her up. And eventually she just was on my case. And it just came out in about five minutes. Just amazing. Wow. I did not know any of these. So exciting. So let's do it, Michelle. Let's let's channel. Well, before you go in, who are you channeling? Do you know? No. And I've, I think because I'm still in that mix of who is it me mix that I, if I come up with a name, I always think it's me. Mm -hmm. So I've I've avoided sort of saying, who are you um, for that reason? But apparently you can ask them and it'll come. I just trust that it will come out. I think I have to be in a fair trance for it to come out so I'm not still fighting it because that's okay. why I find it was better in my healings because it's dark, you're in a meditative state, You're in. I do pretty much trance healings and that it comes out better because I'm already like that and people are on the bed half asleep and not, you know, on a computer looking at you. So, yeah, it's easier so let, like that. Awesome. So let's relax. Oh, God. Let me take my little shoes off. Yeah, right. Let's relax. God. So just opening sacred space and calling any my heart's beating in miles, (laughs) miles an hour. Any guides or 
frequencies of vibration of love and light to come through and pass any messages that need to come through for the um, podcast listeners and Eleni and Karen today. Hmm. Oh, good morning. Oh, the fun today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> today we need to bring the fun and it's going through so fun. The excitement. Oh, it's like a little child. And we are bringing in the bubbles and the fun and the excitement for you today. Ah, ah, that is well. We need to bring the fun through for you today because we are all so serious. Oh, yeah. So much heaviness, so much responsibility, yes. so much overwhelm and tightness and hardness and oh, it's ugh. for you, Michelle, and the listeners, particularly more so for you, Michelle, we are bringing the message through that it does not have to be hard my children it does not have to be hard it is time to learn to bring back the joy and the fun in your life and allow yourself to be nurtured and loved and held. This is for you and for the collective. There is a time for seriousness, of course, but in the moments in between our dear children, Allow yourselves some time to just be. Allow the fun and the joy to, as we said at the start, bubble up within your being. And we will end with the same energy that we came through at the start with. The fun, <laughs> the joy, <laughs> and the childlike nature. Let's smile together. Oh, we are smiling. Is there any way that we could ask a question? Yes, go through. Can you tell us what your name is? I wish to say my name is Ariel, like the mermaid. Oh, beautiful. That is a beautiful name, Ariel. Oh. And we are so grateful for the message about having more fun. I was wondering whether there's a message you can give Karen and myself about this podcast, Soul Sisters Get Real. Get real is the answer here. The authenticity that is being brought through 
is what is required for the collective. The realness, the get-to-the-point nature of what you are discussing is the point that humankind is needing. The realer you can get, the more authentic you can get, the best your audience will align with your messages. The collective messages coming through is increasing the vibration of the planet. However, we must ensure the connection is the realness together. The collection is real and connected. Do you have any other questions today? Yes, I do have another question, which is at this moment in time when people are wearing a lot of masks and people are not showing their true self, what do we need to do as light workers and way showers to help people take off their own mask? You, you say the word light <clears throat> and as you say that word, the feeling in this physical body is extremely light. M Michelle is feeling nearly not here. Light fingers, mm -hmm. light body, light. The answer here is this exact thing. The light, the vibration is what is taking the masks off. The lighter we become, the lighter the people become. As we increase our vibration and become more in this state, as you notice, we have become calm. The lighter we are, that shall attract more light. As the light rises in the others, that then will allow them to take off their masks as they become more aligned with their light body and their spiritual connection. That is when 
the masks will be removed. <clears throat> that was great. And in order to have light bodies, that is about joy and fun mm -hmm. and being, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you for coming through. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. <laughs> God. That was awesome. Michelle, oh that my was, God. That was awesome. Oh Michelle, that was awesome because it's so clear that this energy is very different to the way you speak too. I just want to hide. I'm just like, like oh, God. Oh. I'm like fully sweating. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I I want to bring you back another time, but to ask more questions. I just didn't want to tie you. Oh, I don't really get tired. I more questions. I got my, my feet sweating. I just get so crazy. Oh, that lightness was amazing. Oh, my. I can literally feel it. Like yeah. my whole body went like light. And it started to transfer through. Like when you were feeling this lightness, mm. I just started to feel it mm. as well. Mm. And um, I how long ago did you first have this experience? Um, the one on the bed probably two years ago. So it's for two years and you still say, you still say, you know, you're a healer. It. You're actually a channel. I know, but I just fight it. <laughs> like there's millions of people that are healers. <laughs> I know, I just fight it. I don't, I don't and I, when they come through, they come through really strong because I think it's like a buildup of, energy so when you open it it's like this rush it usually at the start generally lately because i don't do it very often it comes through like because <clears throat> um, it's like i like, loved it it like was those. awesome how good was it karen it was it was awesome and and the beautiful part was right in the beginning it was it the spirit that came through was so childlike, but it was all so beautiful and joy and fun. And um, it was like, Eleni and I couldn't stop smiling. Because I have been very, I've been a very overwhelmed lately. So it makes sense that that would come through like that for me. Because yeah. I've, you know, Eleni and I did a podcast about Shamer and parenting and it's a lot. And yeah, so I've been a lot, pretty under the weather with a lot of stuff. So it makes sense that that would, come through I mean for me but I think they said for everybody not just me obviously but that's what was that's what is alive in me at the moment so that's probably why that came through but then the whole thing dropped into calmness like it was going like quite like blah, and then it just went like when you asked that last question it just went calm yeah you know and you know interesting you say that about the heaviness of parenting mm. is you know mm. that's a whole nother episode because Parenting is not for the lighthearted and mm. I don't care who you are. I said so many times, I wish there was a playbook because mm. it doesn't matter if we're here healers or spiritual or channels, it is still something that we all get to work through. So yeah. love to see your realness. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. And thank you for like, you know, we didn't talk about this before. No. I didn't even know you were a channel. And so you were put on the spot. But in terms of the message that came through about fun, I don't think it was just for you because I took that message on board straight away. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm thinking I'm living by the beach. 
by the ocean and I still get caught in not fun stuff, you know, like, and then a whole day has gone past and I haven't actually, you know, had some fun in my day when I could have. Yes. You know, there's so many things I could have done to just, you know, to, uh, to bring some fun. And it's almost mm-hmm. like a conscious decision to have fun. Like I've got, okay, I've got to have some fun now. So put the, ra- put the music on and dance or something like that. But it's like, it needs to be more part of my day, more, pa- more a decision that today I'm going to have fun no matter what. Right, because as children, we have fun. We play, we have fun. And as we get to be adults, we get this heaviness on us and this baggage on us. And we get to be serious all the time. And we have so much to do all the time. So I have a question for you, Lenny, is when is the last time that you skipped on the beach and sung in the water? Yeah, well, because it's been a bit cold. (laughs) The thing is, even in the cold, people go in the water. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people in the water every single day irrespective of weather like there are because it's not snowing here it's not like the states so we can go in the water it's just that I'm a bit chicken to go into the water so it hasn't been since since the summer that I've that I've done that sounds like you get to skip in the water cold or not yeah exactly exactly going for an ice bath this afternoon I can feel it yeah I watching to see what happens I can, I can. I, and, and that thought's been coming to me as I've been going on my beach walks and looking at other people who are brave enough to go in the freezing cold water. It's like, you know what, I can do that. I can do that. Used to do as, that's what you used to do as a kid, remember? You used to run in no matter, it could be snowing and kids get, want to get in the water. So that makes sense that after what we just said. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's so good. So mm-hmm. good for us. Mm-hmm. Wow, Michelle. Wow, 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 wow. Talk about blowing us right out of the water. And what's so fascinating about your channel is um, um, that it is a completely different energy mm. and sound mm. that comes from your mouth. There is no doubt, girl, that you're not faking it. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm definitely not faking it. But it's just a mix of the thoughts. If I can drop right out of it, it's actually quite good. I don't have any like doubts. Well, I'm still half conscious that I doubt, but I did pretty good dropping there. Depends on my mood, how I can yeah, drop. Instant too. Like, yeah, I can do it quick. Got in there in a moment. I can do it quick. I and mean, that's another thing I noticed with my healings. It's not a good practice, but every now and again, like I had like back to back stuff and the person would be arriving in five minutes and I'd be racing around trying to shove food in my mouth and get the room ready. For some reason, I don't know how I can just stand in front of my altar and I just drop in. I don't know. It's a thing. It's probably not the best thing, but it's, yeah, I can. Oh, so. it's, it's Look, you know what? I have been trying to channel for years. <laughs> What's so you, are, you are so fortunate because I've been trying to do this for years. I've done channeling courses and it's just like, it's, it's, it's not my time to do that. But uh, more and more people across the planet are channeling. More and more people are channeling as we're moving this, um, you know, as awakening is occurring on a grand scale. And so, yeah, your messages need to be heard so that people mm-hmm. understand that this is all, this, th- that what we see is not, is not it. There is so much more than this. Mm-hmm. I think with the channeling too, it helps if you mimic someone because that's what I did. I found, I ran it randomly ran into a girl that did Francesca Moy's course with me and she, like, again, random, not random. I met her, oh, what do you do? Oh, I do spiritual awakenings. Turns out she was a channel. Then she did some work on me. And then, so when I started, when the voice, I just sort of, sort of 
mimicked what she was doing a little bit. And then that's what started it for me. Cause I was like, so you might want to just start talking in a weird voice to start with Eleni. And then it's just it starts it and then the rest just starts coming through. So I don't That's know. That's interesting that you say that. I love how universe works because mm-hmm. when somebody says something to you, you've already got a seed there from yes. something else and then it's all like magical and connected because last week for the very first time as I was just sitting there meditating, I had this urge to do um, a sound that uh, one of the ladies does who brings in Archangel um Raphael oh, she's wow. on Insta her name is Kelly and she does this yes. kind of sound and I just had this urge to do mm-hmm. it and I second I sort of stopped because it was like what am I trying to do like I'm not her mm-hmm. yes now that, now that you say that why did that what? even come into me into my mind to do that because it starts with sound. That's how it starts. I started with sound, just making weird noises. And and I can sing when I do my channeling and I am tone deaf pretty much. I cannot sing. But when this whatever comes through me, it's like I had a singer on my bed. I forgot she was a singer. And then later on afterwards she goes, oh, I just wanted to let you know, everything that came through was you are on point tone. I was like, what? And oh so it's sound. God. So I think, yeah, for you, you just start making weird sounds. Like, Wow. Like, that was mm. such that's such a confirmation because I thought, yeah. no, that's just silly. Like what trying to be somebody else? But now this makes sense. So do you actually hear everything that comes through? Like with this the questions that we asked, did you hear all all that yeah. came through? You did. Yeah, some people say they don't remember anything. I'm I'm still here, I still remember it. It's a bit of a blur, but I still remember it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, wow. Cool. Yeah, really cool. Hey. <laughs> Yes. And thank you for going out on a limb and being risky and taking a risk and doing that with us. Yeah. That's probably the biggest message I have for people is to feel that bloody fear and do it anyway, because I know that's very cliched, but that's how I've lived my life. If I feel my intuition says to do something, I just say yes, without thinking about too much about it. And it's got me where I am now. And my other, one of my coaches said to me once, when you're nervous, focus on service. And I thought, she said, when you're nervous, it means you're in your ego because you care about what people think about you and are you going to do a good job? It's all about you, 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 you. But when you're nervous, if you focus on service and what you're offering the other person, then the nerves literally disappear and it's so true. I used to vom- nearly vomit and give myself migraines when I started doing this work with um, card readings and things, like like whipping migraines and I just do it anyway. I was so in tears what- sometimes before I start because I was so scared. <laughs> So I just want to repeat that because I think that's important. When nervous, remember you are in service. Yeah. So really this is what it's all about, that we are in service. There's there's a reason we're all doing this at this particular time, you know, at this moment in time when people are awakening more and more and more because we're in service. It's not about us. It's the ego that wants it to be all about us and all about how many followers do we have and, you know, how much income is coming in. But it's all about being in service to others mm-hmm. And when we have that intention, the universe just co-creates with us and helps us in miraculous ways to connect and, you know, we think they're coincidences but they're not. Everything is perfect and beautiful divine synchronicity. So, Michelle, before um, you go, there's a question that we ask every single guest that comes Mm -hmm. to this show. Now, the interesting thing is the um, Ariel, so that's your... Yes, the name came through. Ariel? 
who is a beautiful, what a beautiful, gorgeous name. She gave us the answer to this question, but now I'm going to ask Michelle. Yep. So, Michelle, this podcast is called Soul Sisters Get Real. What does it mean to you to get real? Yes, I love that question because a lot of people aren't being real. And for me, it is about being your true, authentic self. And I mean, I was brought up this way, so it's hard to answer. My, my dad just was like, you just be yourself. So it's, it's about, as you said earlier, taking the masks off, but just always, I, my dad, this is what my dad always taught me. You don't need to worry about what other people are thinking about you because they're all too busy worrying about themselves. Yeah. That's what he drilled into me as a child. So I do whatever I pretty much whenever I want to whatever I want of course there's things that you hold back sometimes but generally what you see is what you get with me and then most people say that's why they feel so connected to me because they know that I'm genuine and I'm real because I'm not pretending and it's just about doing what you want when you want because everyone else is worried about themselves they mm -hmm. are everyone is in their own head worrying about their hair and their their makeup and what they look like and <clears throat> who likes them and yeah. Yeah, so I got over that pretty quick. I just Yeah, just awesome. be yourself. Beautiful. Just be yourself. Don't yeah. worry yeah. about what other people think because they're thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you. And it's liberating. It's so freeing to be able to um be yourself. Yeah, it is. So Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in for today's episode. You're welcome. We are thank so 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 very grateful for you. Thank yeah. you for having me and thank you for allowing me to use that channel for the, the better good and do it on the spot because that's what you need to do sometimes is just get put on the spot to say yes to things. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for watching. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. And remember, always connect to your truest essence. And choose love. We'll see you next time.